doing? My name is Shaw, and this is a live recording of a yin yoga class that I taught in my studio in Seattle. I had a couple women with me. It's a small, cozy class. This is an all-ladies yin class, so it's deep, juicy emotions. We focused in this class on hips, and... The conversation that we had before the class was we all kind of um, tell our stories of what's going on in our lives and all of us were getting so caught up in uh, imposter syndrome so I taught I was inspired to teach a class that just brought us back into the present moment where none of that stuff in our mind exists or matters you come into the present moment it's all better Go ahead and come under your mat and we'll start in a child's pose. Start in child's pose. And you guys have your bolsters, so use those to make sure that you feel as cozy and supported from underneath as possible. Um, in child's pose, I really like putting it underneath my chest. And then forehead can be face down or you can put your chin your cheek on the mat there hmm. okay. so for yin we're going to be holding the poses for multiple minutes <clears throat> and depending on how your body is both of you guys are like yogi flexible so some of the poses might be just very comfortable and um, you just kind of, it's like a luxury. You just get to be there for a long time. And the longer you hold them, they might start to feel more intense. And then other poses might be intense right away. And then it's just like a long journey of um, patiently letting go and accepting the stretch. But I don't think that'll be something totally new for anybody. Um, go ahead and close your eyes. And since we did a lot of talking, let that wash away. And notice if anything, um, anything is still lingering in your mind. Like anything that we talked about, any words or phrases or feelings that came up are really standing out or just hooked on your attention. there is something there you just acknowledge it you don't have to force it to go away but we're gonna move towards stillness and silence and silence in the mind space in the mind take a deep breath in through your nose and breathe out through your mouth Every time you breathe out, you're letting go. 
And it's not just some imaginary concept. Like you're actually letting go. You're letting go of air. You're letting go of what your body doesn't need anymore. And that's everything from the carbon dioxide leaving the lungs to the emotions leaving the heart and the mind and the thoughts. Letting go of memories. Letting go of stories. Child's pose is such a simple, humble, soothing pose. You can you travel back to childlike state. Let go of the adult issues, the adulting. See if you can remember a moment in your childhood or a, a, something you would have done as a child where you would have been laying on the ground really relaxed with no concern for time. Bring that feeling back into your body and soak in it. It's so good when we come together like this. It's just, um, I love that we have different people come. It's like no matter who you come and do yoga next to, it's this safe space where we've all come to be present together. It kind of reminds me of how children on a playground will go make friends with other children they don't know. They just walk up and say their name and the things that are bringing us stress in the adult world, it's all separation, this idea of separation from other adults, like relationships and what they'll think and how it'll go and what my identity is and where do I fit into all this and all this analysis and when we can just come back to be in your body, 
and you're being in your body next to other people, being on their bodies, in their bodies. All that stuff evaporates. And we get to feel at home. Take another big breath in through your nose. Out through the mouth. Relax your forehead and your cheeks and your jaw. On an inhale, sit up slowly and extend your legs out into a straddle, like a wide-legged forward fold. The bolster can stay where it is and then you're gonna fold forward. You also have a block, so the block can go up on the bolster and you can rest your head on it. Do a little experiment. Drop your toes forward. The inward rotation of the legs. And lift your toes up towards the sky, straight up. Draw the toes back towards the body. And then roll the toes back so they point behind you, opening externally, rotating the legs. Relax all muscles, just wherever the feet flop to is fine. Now, which of those felt best? Flopped, relaxed, forward, up, or back? You can move your feet into any of those positions that serve you. And use your feet here and the rotation of your legs to bring you into the present moment. And give your brain something interesting. If, it, if your brain doesn't find your body interesting, you just go deeper, deeper into the body. And if your body is trying to talk to you, what is it saying? What is it saying through the legs and the feet? You don't have to make up something in your head. Just be quiet and listen and see if a message does arise from your body. Still breathing deeply in through the nose and out through the mouth. 
And what do you need to let go of so that you can be right here? Wiggle your toes. Notice how just that little bit of life. Wiggling toes is playful. It's simple. When you connect with your feet, you're connecting with the earth. It's your main part of your body that's connected to the earth. You walk around. It's pretty rare that the feet aren't close to the floor. And when we talk about chakras, the root chakra goes from the base of the pelvis all the way down the legs to the feet. So it's the lower half of your body that is where you find grounding. So you can have absolutely no idea what you're doing in your life, but you just keep connecting to your feet, touching the earth, and then you're, you're grounded and that is enough. Everything else blossoms from there. yourself up. I'm going to bring your feet in, butterfly pose. So feet together, knees go out, and the bolster, again, it can just stay forward. If you want, you can turn it to the sides. And you can also, if you're really flexible, it's kind of fun to go down, but another option is actually to use the bolster for your head if you want it to just prop your body up higher. I mix it up all the time. Yeah. When you get into the pose, take a big breath in, and on the exhale, gravity pulls you down into softness. And you just let it all go. You know, when I'm, when I'm teaching yoga, I'm hyper aware of the word choices that I use. <laughs> and sometimes I get stuck saying a word over and over. And lately I've been saying the word just. Just lean forward. Just let it go. So <laughs> on the one hand, I'm kind of slapping my wrist to get myself to be more conscious of that. And on the other hand, I'm, I've been curious to ask why that word? Like, why is that slipping in? And my first thought 
is that the word just somehow communicates how simple it is. There's a desire, I have some desire to communicate that it's, it's just a matter of letting go, just give it up, just go forward. Almost like it replaces the excuses, like just do it. There's also something, I think the word just, there's also something about it that wants to show you the way can be simple. And from someone else's perspective, that's more obvious. So when you share your stories and you share what's going on in life, I'm totally hear and I totally relate and understand and at the same time it's so simple for me to look at you and be like it's okay <laughs> it's fine just be fine with it it's not that easy but it's simple it, it's just letting it go you just decide to do it or to not do it so it's an energy of acceptance and as a surrendering and accepting. And then that, this burden lifts off of you. So letting go of little things, like your breath, you just let it go again and again. You, know, you just let it go. If you need to let go of something in life, you're learning how to do that through the breath on the yoga mat. Practicing letting go every time you exhale. Downward dog. Inhale. 
in downward dog, move your body in any way that feels good. I'll give you a minute to move around freely. And notice how your relationship to the floor and your relationship to gravity, these different poses that you put yourself in, how it feels so different in your body. And each pose, it's just another body shape and yet it creates a whole ripple of different sensations and different thoughts and different emotions. So if you keep paying attention, you start to learn the medicine of the body and how it chooses its own poses depending on what it needs. And downward dog is always such a, um, like a base camp. We're gonna go into half pigeon with the right leg in front. I'm bringing the right ankle to the right, or the left hand. Something's gonna go underneath your forehead. Fold forward from the, um, even if you're on your elbows, also have something underneath your forehead so that the neck can fully relax. Gently flex the front foot. So there's a little bit of activity in the front foot which helps to engage the muscles of the shin and the muscles around the knee joint, which protects the knee joint. There's quite a deep bend for the knee with a lot of pressure coming down onto the leg. So a little thing like flexing the foot can go quite a long way in protecting it over time. And since we're holding this one longer, if the back knee has pressure that's uncomfortable, you can bend the knee a little bit Turn the leg out to the side or put a little padding under your back knee. Feel the ground underneath. It's the most simple practice. It kind of is blowing my mind a lot recently, actually. I show up and I do yoga every single day. <laughs> I do the same thing every single day. And it's still interesting every single day. It doesn't mean that it's like super easy. Sometimes it's really hard to make myself do the yoga, but if I'm, if I'm actually paying attention, there's so many signals coming up from the body and it feels so good for an hour to know exactly what I'm doing with my life for that hour. And then I lean into that, like this simple practice. Just get here, get into a pose, breathe. And that is, it's a meditation, it's a medicine. 
This is like the world is crazy and we're going through a lot. And just the simplicity of a yoga pose can help rebuild and heal so much of whatever is getting chopped up inside. And it's also amazing to come onto the yoga mat and be connected to your body and remember how lucky you are that you have this body that's working. The yin poses are stretching connective tissue. And connective tissue doesn't really like to stretch. It doesn't want, it doesn't want to get stretched longer because its job is to remain firm and tight and hold everything together. And we're giving it a little stretch just to keep its mobility. Because as the body ages, the connective tissue can get too stiff. And that's when people start to dry up like a leaf and they curl up really tight. So the yin pose is done once a week. Is a good frequency. Once a week, a deep stretch through the fascia, tendons, ligaments, bone tissue. It's not so much about the muscles, it's everything holding everything together. And at the end of the poses, each pose, it, you'll probably especially feel it when you come out of this one, it can feel really achy. Like everything's kind of creaky and almost painful to come out of it because we've been tapping into that different type of tissue. It's different than a muscle. muscle is like a rubber band. So if you pull it and let it go, it springs back. The connective tissue that you're stretching right now is more like a credit card. You bend it and then you let it go and it kind of either keeps its shape or it like slowly goes back to its form. It's a lot stiffer. So it requires more patience.
everything in the body also is so paralleled by stuff in our mind and our it's like the body mind they're the same so when there's parts of our body that means there must be parts of the mind some that spring back and heal quickly and others that take a longer time to heal you just know what you're working with Downward dog, nice and slow. We're gonna do the left side and you go to it when you're ready. So wait till the body feels balanced and released. Be as still as possible. And watch what comes up in your mind. What is this pose? What are the sensations in these parts of your body? Trigger and stir up in the mind. You gotta see it if you're gonna let it go. People um, misunderstand. They think that meditation is not thinking. It's like an empty mind. Sometimes during meditation, and this is a meditation, Sometimes the mind will feel empty, so it's part of it. But if you haven't done much meditation or yoga, then you might not realize that it's a process of digging down deep and pulling things up to look at. And then, now that you see them, you can let it go. But you can't let something go if it's buried down so deep you don't even realize it's there.
that's where we get hit with a lot of the old traumas. Something from deep down pops up like a ball that was pushed underwater and then it springs up, up into the sky. And it takes us by surprise and we don't really know how to handle it. And to really heal from that, we have to be able to take that ball and hold it in our vision and stare at it and fully feel it and see it and then release it. So healing requires attention. And it takes courage, it takes a lot of courage to, to be willing to see what comes up. It also doesn't always have to be some big heavy thing from the past. We can also heal little things that happened an hour ago that we might not even think need healing. Like maybe a, a thought about ourselves that wasn't kind. To realize that that happened and to like apologize to ourselves or to somehow repair our relationship like what what do you need to do to really restore love towards yourself after having thought a few comments that weren't kind i think that's kind of healing So we're just getting better at healing little things all the time so they never turn into big things. Take three really deep, slow breaths and notice whatever is coming up and let it go on the exhale. And downward dog.
And lift your right leg up into the sky. And bend your knee and roll your hip open. So it's a big stretch, like a yawn, a twist. It brings a little bit of life back into the body after the pigeon brings you down. This brings you up. Mm -hmm. Switch legs. onto your back, take your block, and use it to do a supported bridge. You can have it at any height. It's going to go right on your sacrum. I think it's easiest actually to lay down flat first, lift your hips, and then bring the block underneath. And then wiggle so you feel really flat. Arms out to the side. You can have your feet flat on the ground, knees straight up. And if you want to do a hip opener too, try your feet together, knees splay out to the sides. So it's like a butterfly. That might be a lot of pressure on the hip joints. So try both and choose one of those options. And this is a passive stretch. So you be as relaxed as possible. Gravity is going to do all the work. I also think it feels really nice, that block. It's like hitting some pressure points there on the back of the pelvis. So the more you relax and release and be heavy, the more that block can press in there. Move your jaw side to side. There's a gap between the teeth. Your tongue's floating in your mouth. Run your tongue along the back side of your teeth. Feel the texture. Breathe through your nose. Feel your eyeballs, they drop back into the sockets, a heavy sinking sensation behind the eyelids. 
almost like your, <laughs> your eyeballs are trying to sink and touch the brain. Like they want to go in so deep. And the eyelids gently push on the eyeballs. Stop thinking about your eyes and think about your ears instead. Bring awareness into your ears. And what sounds can you hear? your attention is on listening. What can you hear? Listening to the sounds is one of the most powerful tools that I know for being present. It's like at any moment in the day, no matter what's happening, you can pause and just tap into your ears. And sounds, thousands of sounds happening. Birds, cars, buzzing, fans, people talking, cups clinking, like sounds, endless sounds. And that's all right here in the present moment. That's the only place they exist. So if you meet them there with your ears, it just pulls you instantly right here. So the worries, the anxieties, whatever is going on just goes away because you're fully right here with the sounds. It's probably why I like producing music because it, it makes me so present. It's probably why all humans like music and like dancing. It's like the, the rhythm seduces us into the present moment. making music or if you're dancing to music or you're listening like you're looking for the beat you're waiting for the little flourishes that you're gonna play with and so we know that with music and it's also available to you all the time listening to the sounds all the time If you're comfortable doing so, bring your legs straight up into the air and you keep your pelvis on the block. So you're gonna balance on the block. If, it, if it's too high, you can lower it so it feels more stable. Yeah. 
here for a couple minutes. Spread your toes wide so there's air in between all the toes. You stretch the skin on the soles of your feet. Push up through your heels. Your Achilles tendon gets tight. And point your feet away. And keep your feet pointed, but pull the 10 toes back. Yeah. So the feet keep up, but the toes pull back. It's a little bit of life up all the way through the leg. If that feels good, you can keep that engagement. It's like you're, you're pushing up through the feet. And if it feels better to relax and just let the feet be floppy, you can do that too. Circles with the ankles are also very good. Enjoy breathing. It's like you're going to do it anyway, so bring your attention to it and really enjoy it. There's a lot to enjoy about it. There's the sound. There's the feeling in the nose. Feeling in the throat. Feeling in the ribs and the lungs. See if you can feel the lungs press into the floor, into the yoga mat as you breathe in. Bring your knees down, remove the block. Twist, drop your, le your legs over to the left, arms wide, look over to your right shoulder. Breathe in through your nose. Big sigh out through your mouth. Other side.
Breathe in through your nose. Big sigh out through your mouth. Hug your knees into your chest. Happy baby. Shavasana. And then you can use the bolster under your knees if you want, or under your back. <clears throat> I'm going to cover you up with a blanket. Feel your whole back side of your body touching the mat. So the back of your head, and your shoulders, the back of your arms, all the way down your back to your pelvis. of your legs, all the way down to your ankles, your heels. I'm gonna cover you up with a blanket. Get cozy. Connect with the earth. How magnificent. You don't have to do anything. Nothing. Just lie there. Listen. Feel. Breathe naturally. Generally, just so much, there's so much to be grateful for. Like the fact that we get to come and do yoga together. That your body gets to do yoga, there's people to do yoga with, there's a safe place to do yoga, that yoga even exists. Like there's just, there's so many things happening on the planet right now. So we are in a good spot. And with that knowledge, rest very deeply.
sink deeper. Listen with your ears.
listen to the sounds that you can hear. Wiggle your fingers and toes. Stretch your body. And curl into a ball. Big breath in, big breath out. Sit up tall and bring your hands together. Keep your eyes closed. Focus on your finger pads. together. Would you guys like another cup of tea? Are you good? You want some chocolate? That's what we came for. <laughs> also came for all your beautiful, intuitive wisdom. Mm -hmm. So lovely. Mm. Mm -hmm. And of course for my body. What did you say? And then of course for my body. For the body, the body wanted the sensations.
every night at our place? I always invite your house, but you guys always have your community dinner. Oh, uh, we haven't had it uh, every pasta. Taco Tuesday. yoga so then on taco tuesday the girls feel more bonded with each other i think and then the guys are random mm. like, that's kind of interesting um <laughs> right i um well i go really hard on mm. how do you feel now hopefully really good all the ladies and I sat around and had some tea and chocolate and we hung out for two hours after this class and we talked about sex and how amazing it is to have a community of women to gather and just be together and be present together and how rare it is that um, we're actually present with people. Like when we walked into the room at the start of the class, we were buzzing and lots was going on in our minds and lots was going on. We were kind of stressed, you know, and then we spent an hour doing this stretching and we felt better and we felt present. We felt calm. So I hope you feel that too. And then because we were fully present together, we were able to have this deep, fun, playful conversation and connect on a level that we just, you don't connect with people with generally, you know, like, in the course of a day, how often are you really that? You and another person are both totally present. Um, it takes something like doing a yoga practice or a meditation or a long walk to, to arrive fully embodied in that present moment. So to share that with other people, that's why it's so magnificent to do yoga with other people. So if you're alone right now and you're doing your yoga practice at home, just know like there are other people out here doing yoga if you can find some people do it together get your friends to come and do these classes with me if you know me come to my studio you know when classes and I'm here in the present moment always waiting to meet up with you and it's just so much better life is so much better in the present moment like life is precious in the present moment you don't want to live your life not in the present and then get slapped in the face by life and have it yell at you and be like, yo, I'm precious, pay attention. You want to be there present, looking at life in the eyes, being like, I know you're precious. I'm here. I'm here to meet you. And I think that's probably one of my favorite things about being a yoga teacher is that I get to invite other people into the present moment and just be with them. Like my life path and the work I do is all about just being present. Come and be in your body. Be grateful that you're in your body. Be grateful to be in this present moment together. And when we all arrive in this present moment together, it is not boring. It is so rich because we are in it together and there's a universe inside of each of us to explore. Like inside of each of us, there is 
there are so many layers, so many stories, traumas, victories, worries, wisdom. It's like just in the, it's inside the other people. And you can get it from books and movies and, and podcasts. And you, you know, you're trying to get that stuff that's inside other people into you. You're going to feed yourself with that. But when you come and you're just in, in the present moment with another human, all that stuff and the juiciest bits of it come out to be shared. And if you're coming together and having conversations and meeting with people, but you're not doing something like yoga or something first, then it's probably going to feel kind of disjointed. Like these random ass conversations that you're having. You know what I mean? Like you want to hang out with someone, but that you kind of have this fear in your belly to actually go hang out with somebody because you're like, I know it's not going to go well. Or I know it's going to be awkward, or I know it's going to throw me out of alignment, or it's going to trigger something, or it might be boring, or I might just feel really alone, or I might feel awkward. Like there's, why the hell? You just want to socialize, right? You don't want to be bogged down by all these worries. So the beautiful thing, and this is why I love so much the yoga and the yoga community, is that we come together to come into the present moment. On our yoga mats, we work through all that icky, yicky, emotional junk that we're all carrying around. All the distracted thoughts get cleared out. And then what's left is just human beings finally present together. And that's why if you come to my classes, they're community-based. It's not a factory in the door, out the door, next class on a time schedule. It's like a two or three hour experience where we go through this journey together. We check in, we realize the chaotic mess that we all are. We do the ancient practice, we arrive in the present, and then we check in again and laugh with joy at how good we feel together. And that's when the the deep, juicy stories, our sex stories come out, our dating things. We admit the shit we've done in life. And then other people are like, yeah, I've done that too. I made that mistake too. And all of it comes out. All the dirty laundry comes out because through the practice, it doesn't feel so dirty anymore. It just feels really human. Like your dirty laundry is not dirty laundry. Your dirty laundry is your precious life experience that we want to share together and learn from and connect over. And uh, that's why I I stopped teaching in studios, public studios, because they have this ticking time of the next class coming and people are coming and going. And I just do privates now. Not private classes, but private, not like one-on-one. I mean, I do do that, but I mean I host my own studio and it it runs the way I want, which is... One class in a day, and it's a long class, and it is togetherness. And if you're listening to this, and you've been in my classes, then you know. And if you have only ever practiced with me online, then I hope that I hope that you're still getting the medicine. You're still getting some connection and empowerment through this digital format. And I hope that one day you can come and take a class with me in person. So come find me, come find where I'm teaching, come find more of my videos and more of my podcast. Um, Shawwild.com is where you can find me. And 
um, on my website. That's where you're going to be able to find all my yoga, my yoga, my yoga videos, yoga classes that are both video and audio. Also, I make music and I sing to my students and you can hear me perform live music in the yoga classes. And I've got my songs on there and my songs are on YouTube too. Um, and if you come to my studio and do yoga here, you'll be surrounded by all my paintings because when I'm not teaching yoga, I'm making music and I'm making paintings, I'm painting, I'm making art. So you can see all the stuff that I'm creating on my website. You can take yoga classes with me and you can get on my newsletter and I will email you events info, like events happening in my studio, new yoga classes. If I'm going to sell a painting, you'll know about it. If I release a new song, you'll know about it. Um, and I also, I just want to be connected to you so that if you have any questions, um, you want me to create a special class, like a yoga class, you got something going on in your life, you can send me a message and tell me what's going on. And I might make a video for you and post it online. The whole world can do the class, but it was inspired by you. And, um, you know, that's how connected we are, is we, you speak up for what you need. I'll serve that need. And a whole bunch of other people will get their needs met too because you spoke up and asked for it. So if you'd like to request a custom yoga class from me, send me an email. Shaw at shawwild.com. And that's spelled C-H-A-W-I-L-D-E. Cool. Have a beautiful day. And I look forward to practicing with you tomorrow. <laughs>